0: Welcome to the Kaiser Times Podcast. My name is Derek Wiley, Associate Editor of the Kaiser Times. Stanford University only accepted 4.3% of applicants this year, the lowest in the school's history, lower than Harvard, Princeton, and Yale. My guest today is one of those accepted applicants, McNary Senior Crystal Yanos. Crystal's dream school was the University of Southern California. She only applied to Stanford because two of her close friends did.
1: When I was first applying to schools, I put Stanford on my list, and um not really thinking anything of it, I honestly only put it on my list because i needed i wanted to put i wanted to apply to a a more selective school um, that was like considered Ivy League at least just to see what would happen. And uh, my friends also applied there, my close friends. And I was like, okay, if they're going to do it, might as well. You never know. Um, And uh, I applied for restrictive early action. And I did it. I applied early action mostly because I just wanted to get it done and over with um, so I could focus on my other applications. And um, honestly, in, in that application, I took about two or three weeks to actually write it. And I did about an hour to two hours every day of just working on it and revising and writing and rewriting. And it's weird because I, I think about this a lot now, reflecting on my college application process. Stanford was not my number one school. Like I didn't think I was going to get in. I didn't think anything of it. Um, I was just like, OK, I'm going to apply because my friends are applying, because might as well. But I still took the time to really polish my application, and I still don't know exactly why or, like, what inside told me, make this the best that you possibly can. Like, even with the mentality that I wasn't going, that I wasn't getting in, um, I'd, I'd like to think it was out of just respect for the institution. I knew that they received many applications and I kinda didn't want to waste their time with a um with like my not my best work. Um so I worked really, really hard on that. Um and I I felt good about what I'd written because it was it was exactly what I wanted to say um and I was answering it in the most honest way possible. Um and I just submitted it, didn't think anything, absolutely anything of it. And so, okay, months about a month goes by, um, and the decision day starts to get closer. And so it's December 8th was when they were going to email us and let us know our decisions. And I remember um, that day, or the day before, um, me and my two friends who had applied there actually went to get dinner, and uh, we were celebrating just um, how hard we worked on our applications and um, just all our success thus far. And we were just like, no matter what, like, let's just celebrate this time now. So our decisions came in in our emails and I opened it and it actually said I was deferred. And if you don't know what deferred means, it means that basically the way they put it is that they're still considering my application. So at that point, I was like, oh, my gosh. Um. I did not expect this. It was a huge surprise. I was, it felt like as if they had said yes, just because I, I was expecting a no. I was expecting a complete this rejection right then and there. And so I got super happy, and I was like, oh, my God, Like they, they're still considering me. Like That means they saw something in me that's actually pretty cool. And I was just in shock, and I was so excited. And I remember just telling a few people, about this, because I didn't want to get anybody's hopes up. I didn't even want to get my own hopes up, but I was like, this is a this is a big, um, this is a, like a huge success for me so far to get deferred from this school. Now it was just like the waiting game, and it was probably the worst waiting ever, because it was like, okay, now there's a possibility, and now I don't know if I should get my hopes up or not, or what should I do, what should I think, um, and I had to wait all the way until April 1st, and uh, they sent me an um, email to fill out an optional update form um, just to let them know what am I doing throughout my time here, um, throughout my time from the op- time I sent in my application to then. And um, by that time, I had finished my uh, USC application too, and I remember turning in the application and just crying. One, because I felt like what I had said I was very passionate about but two, because I felt like it wasn't my best work. Like, on my USC application, I, USC was always my number one school, and so ever since the beginning of my senior year, I was like, I'm going to do anything possible to get into USC. Like, that is my school. That's where I'm going. I'm going to work so hard on this application, and I didn't. I feel like I kept putting it off, and I would work on a little bit, but didn't really... For some reason, my heart just wasn't into working on this application, and I have no idea why. Um, so when I submitted it, I was like, okay, I love what I talked about and what I said, but I know that's not my best work, and I just felt so bad about it, and I felt like I disappointed myself. And at the same time, I had Stanford over here, like so spring break starts, and I, actu- I come home from work, and I walk in the door... And my little brother comes up to me and he's like, you got a package in the mail. It's like sitting right there. And it was a just a white package and it said University of Southern California on it. And when I saw that, I was like, I got in. like they wouldn't send me a big, thick box package to say no. Like I got in and I was so excited and I opened it up. And I'd gotten in, I got into the program that I wanted to, and I, like, bawled. I cried because I was like, this is my school. Like, I, I can't believe they said yes. This is amazing. And that was actually early on. It was, like, the 26th or 23rd or something of March. And then Stanford sent me the email, I think, about April 1st or March 30th. And I was like, I was like eh, whatever. Like, I already, got into univer- I already got into USC. Like, it doesn't matter what they say. And I opened it up. And it was like, congratulations, you've been admitted to class of 2022. And I read that and I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 they didn't, they didn't, that's not real. Like, I'm hallucinating. And I actually brought my laptop over to my sister and I was like, Linda, read this. Like, read, read this letter. Let me make sure I'm reading what I think I'm reading. That I actually got into this school. Like, I never, I honestly never thought I was going to get in from the start. I didn't think that that was... A possibility for me. Um, I didn't see, like I've never, I've always tried to present myself as this confident person, but there's always a lot of doubts that go through my mind. It's like, and I compare myself a lot to other people. But getting accepted <laughs> into Sanford made me realize that there's a lot of myself that I don't realize. Like there are a lot of aspects and qualities that I just oversee and I'm always focusing on the negative. And so after getting accepted i'm just it 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 inspired me to look at my life in a different perspective and to be a little bit more positive and use more kind words to myself specifically It's been a roller coaster and it's it's been really really crazy and it's an amazing opportunity that i really did not think was possible for me and thankfully it has been
0: (laughs) thanks um i do have a few follow-up questions so yeah you mentioned the one friend opened their application your guys are out to eat And didn't get in assuming the second friend didn't get in as well Mm -hmm. did you apply to any other schools or was it it was always USC and Stanford
1: I applied to nine schools in total and but the only two selective ones were USC and Stanford so I mentioned those a lot just because USC was my number one and well Stanford was just a very selective um, school So I applied to uh, Willamette University, uh, Western Oregon University, Portland State University, Oregon State University, um, University of the Pacific, (laughs) um, California State Bakersfield, and University of Laverne. I think that was all. (laughs) I think
0: it's a lot of just ones that are close by. Just that any that most students would apply for. Yeah,
1: well, because I'm in Willamette Academy, and so they had a requirement of how many schools we had to apply to, Um, and so I just put all the ones that I knew that. If I got in and I needed to, I I could go there, um, and then obviously my two my California schools were all just ones that I was like, oh, you know, I want to go to California, so might as well apply there.
0: What? So what's uh, Willamette Academy?
1: Uh, Willamette Academy is a college access program, and it's uh, funded through the un, th- through Willamette University, and it's basically um, it's a five year program uh, that helps. Um, students of like of minorities or underrepresented groups um to get to college basically um and that's what the program is
0: so you've done that since eighth grade
1: yes exactly so uh you apply in seventh grade um you start the program in eighth grade and you continue on until 12th grade and there uh, each year there are different expectations um, and things you have to do to be prepared for college.
0: And I'm sure Stanford gets a lot of applications with a lot of similar kids. Um, so is it really, our clubs and that kind of, is that what kind of really makes kids stand out, you think? And what what are some of the clubs you're involved with, uh, here at McNary?
1: So I'm involved with, uh, the science club and I did Latino club my first, um, and second year at McNary. Um, besides that, I'm not super involved just because of my work schedule. I work 6 days a week and it's every day after school, so I just don't have the time um or the opportunity to be able to participate in clubs. But I think what really well, I in my case, I can't say that I stood out because of my extracurriculars. I can I can definitely say that I stood out because of what I said in my applications. Okay, I don't I don't like to brag or like whatever, but I think what made my works stand out was that I was taking a unique perspective that was my, like, it was exactly what, the way I saw and the way I thought of things, but I also used my words not, I didn't try to fluff up my words to sound smarter. And to me, it's always been like, you can't, I can't use big words that have that have a little meaning. I always have to use little words that have big meanings and that's what's going to stand out the most. And that's what I tried to do was just speak the way I would speak to an admissions officer. Like this is exactly what I sound like, but what I'm saying is what I want you to pay attention to. And I think that's what stood out in my application because I just, I was passionate. I was like, this is exactly what I want to say. I'm not giving you anything extra. I'm not giving you anything you don't need to hear. This is exactly who I am, what I think of these particular topics, and this is exactly how I would tell you this if I was talking to you in person.
0: And you said USC was your number one school. How long have you wanted to go there? And, and talk a little bit about the decision to pick Stanford over USC. How long did you agonize over that? How did you decide that?
1: Uh, yeah, so... I actually didn't know about USC until the summer before my senior year. Um, And before that, I'd always thought about like UCLA or UC Berkeley. I always thought those were great institutions that I could definitely go to if I wanted to. Um, But then in the summer before my senior year, I found out about USC, and I did um, quite a bit of research on it. I looked at their campus and their program and... um, what majors they provided and the way they, um, the way your first year goes there and like the professors and their reputation and a lot of that Um, and I really just thought that USC was a school that I could go to and then during my senior year I went to their, um, they had the little program up in Portland where they they just, they bring their admissions officers and they talk about the different uh, schools within USC And they give you some more information. And after that, um, I was like, yeah, definitely USC. Like, I love it there. I love what they do. I love their values. Like, I'm going to go there. And so my entire most of my senior year, I was like, okay, USC, duh. Like, I love it. And it was in L.A. How could I not mention that? I love L.A. I've always wanted to live in L.A. for years, 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 years. So I was like, USC is perfect. Like, everything about it, I love it. And... Like I said, never considered Stanford. Never researched it. All I knew was they were selective. They um, had a strong engineering program, and that everybody wanted to go to Stanford. You know, but I didn't even know where Stanford was. I didn't. I didn't really know anything about Stanford. Even when I applied, um, I only know knew a little bit. Um, so it was just like Stanford, like whatever. <laughs> and. So when I got accepted into both, that was when I was like, what? Like, what am I going to do? USC has always been my number one, but Stanford is, like, prestigious, and everybody knows about it, and um, it's a great opportunity. And so that's when I started doing some more research. And um, I started to get to know Stanford a little bit more, and I was like, okay, okay, I, see, I can see how I could go there. And I started laying out my, like, pros and cons, and... Um, Ultimately, like, everything was pretty balanced, and the only problem was that I'd been accepted to both. Um, so I, I was just like, I don't know. I can't make a decision just like based on my research or um, like videos of other people. Like I have to see these two schools on my own to be able to really determine which one feels like home, like which one can I go to. So I decided to um, fly down there and Stanford had actually emailed me a uh, travel grant where they paid for my flight down to Stanford. And then my Willamette Academy program helped me pay for my flight to USC. And so in one weekend, which was actually the April 26th, 27th, and 28th, um, Stanford was gonna hold their admit weekend, and on the 28th, uh, USC was gonna um, hold their admit day, or, you know, open house. And so I was like, okay, this is perfect. I can go to Stanford for two days and go to USC, and um, it'll be great. It'll be one weekend. And we flew down there. Me and actually um, our Willamette, my Willamette Academy director, Emilio Solano, me and him flew down there together. We flew in, landed in SFO. A shuttle came to pick us up, and um, this shuttle was actually um, – there were other Stanford admits in there as well. So I remember getting in the shuttle and looking at these people, and listening to what they were talking about, and I was like, oh my god, they sound so smart, I don't, I don't know, I don't really, I don't know, I don't know what to talk about, and I've never, I've always tried to be very, you know, social, a lot of the people in my family are very social, and I, I've struggled to be that way, just to like spark up conversation, and to keep it going, and talk about something interesting, and I remember sitting there, and just like, I don't I can't even participate in these conversations cuz I have no idea what to say like I'm so nervous and I was like no like once I get to Stanford I'm talking to everybody like I have to get out there I have to be more social because I'm I don't want to feel like an outsider especially like with all these other thoughts going through my mind that I didn't feel smart enough or whatever um I was like you're going to be social so we got to Stanford <laughs> And when we were actually approaching it, I was so giddy. I was, like, jumping up and down my seat. I was like, oh, my God, it's like seeing a celebrity, like, because everybody talks about it. And I've only seen videos. Um, So I was like, oh, my gosh, it's real. It's here. I'm on the campus. And so our shuttle drops us off right in front of the alumni center. And they have, like, this arch of balloons. And it's, like, welcome, like, to Admit Weekend. And... It was crazy. It was, like, real at that moment. I was just like, oh, my God. This is, like, real. I'm actually here. I'm actually at Stanford. I'm, I actually got admitted. Like, this is not a dream. And um, so I spent those two days, uh, Thursday and Friday, um, at Stanford. And I stayed the night in one of their dorms. And I overall had an amazing, amazing, amazing experience. Like, I genuinely... The time when I was there, I felt like, I felt like home. Like, I felt like I was at home. I, I really, it was really easy for me to say, like, I could definitely come here. Like, I I love the people. The people were so friendly. Everybody was so friendly. They were so humble. They were just nerdy. But that they were also, like, they were just so normal. And for some reason, I always thought that they were going to be some like crazy geniuses that were only talked about like math and science (laughs) and like school. And so I was like nervous, but once I met them, I was like, these people are super smart, but they're normal. They're like me, you know, like they're just normal. Like, I don't know why I had this weird perception in my mind that all these people were going to be some brainiacs and some just, you know, um, and that's that. That's one of the things that really sw- swayed me um, to just love Stanford. So the people was one, I, and the the um, all the the students that I met, and the volunteers, and my uh, room hosts. Everybody was just friendly and just like welcome to Stanford. Like we're happy to have you here. Like no matter what decision you make, like we're proud of you. You did it, and I just that was beautiful i thought that was absolutely beautiful um and then the other honestly like the other thing that really 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 uh got me was their sense of community um they have specific like ethnic themed dorms and they also have a community center uh, an ethnic themed community center and the 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 scary thing about going to any college and especially one that's very selective is am how where am I going to find the people like me you know my um underrepresented minorities people that are low income people that didn't think they they were going to have this chance like people that weren't supported by their families or their families have no idea what college is what college is like what that process is like um where am I going to find these people that I can relate to and Stanford understands that very, very well, that um, they have these dorms that are themed that way, and they have these community centers that are themed that way, so you can find other people that identify with the same um, background or experiences that you do, and that was one of the things that I didn't come in thinking about or looking for, but it found me, and that made a huge impact on me. I was just like, This, I didn't realize how much I needed this until Stanford presented it to me. And that is super important to me. Um, And I just, I loved that about Stanford. And I love that they thought it was, that they understand that it's so important that that's the first thing that they showed us when we got there. Um, Everything else is just amazing. I mean, the Stanford band was so cool. Um, The very famous band, you know, they're all wacky and just free and they do whatever and i remember seeing them after our university welcome and i got so excited just seeing them and i got so happy and i i, I remember i was like i'm so, this is like so hype and i love it and i like how weird they are and i like how they're super prestigious but they don't care they're going to have like some wacky band and that really got me too just like the overall vibes and their sense of humility and just like not taking themselves too seriously that's very very important to me it's just like we study hard but we have fun and we're just like normal normal people and then i went to uh usc saturday morning and i attended their all-day event and when i got to campus at usc um first thing i thought was this is gorgeous like i actually not going to lie, I liked USC's campus a little bit better than, Stan- than Stanford's. I was so surprised at how much green there is on campus because it's in L.A., yet they have so many trees and so much grass. And I was like, wow, this is actually gorgeous. Um, so that's the first thing that struck me. But as I was going throughout my day at USC, I didn't, I didn't get that same sense of, like that same feeling of I'm at home. Or like I can see myself here for four years. Um, I loved their program. Their their engineering program is amazing, and like I love what they do with it. That's one of the things that really called to me in the beginning was uh, the way they um, go about their program and the way they actually lay out your four years, depending on what your major is, and um, the amount of money they put into research and the amount of internships and opportunities that you have was just great i can say hands down it was just their program is doing very very well from what i can see um but it was just the the that sense of like community and and the people that i was meeting and just the vibes on campus they weren't me like they weren't me and it was actually very sad for me and like disappointing just because I had had this, like, vision in my mind that USC was the school for me. And even going into, um, when I was first flying down there, I was like, I'm probably going to like USC more than Stanford. And then, like, you know, people were going to be like, well, you chose USC over Stanford. But going down there, I really realized, like, you know, USC is just not, not for me. And um, it's sad because I had this idea. But at the same time, I was very, very grateful of like the opportunity to go and experience that. but ultimately, the deciding factor like a lot of people talk about like the financial aid or like their programs or or whatever, but the deciding factor for me was really, does this feel like home? Can I see my here for the next can I see myself here for the next four years? That was what really got me to um, to say yes to stanford
0: what are you getting uh financial aid
1: wise like stanford's financial aid not everybody knows this but it's like amazing it's great um so for my first year to put it into perspective because i don't really like sharing that information but to put in perspective with the amount of private scholarships that i got here like that i got myself um it's only like a total of maybe $5,000 um, in scholarships that I've gotten, received so far, but already with just those $5,000, I'm going to Stanford for free my first year. So their um, financial aid is amazing. Like I'm gonna graduate with no loans, um, no debt. Um, so they, that's, one, that's one of their values. I didn't know that, but going to campus, they talked about like their five core values. And one of it was that when they opened up their institution, they wanted it to be free but they couldn't do that anymore. But now they try to still um, keep that a core value by providing such great financial aid. Um, So, yeah, money-wise, like Stanford was the way to go since the beginning, Um, but I didn't want to like make my decision based on how much money I have to pay or not, but that's just like icing on the cake, it's a bonus.
0: So you get this uh, Stanford education. What do you want to do with it? I've heard you say engineering a few times.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I want to study biomedical engineering. Um, I was pretty solid about that for a few months. But I don't know if I want to explore other other majors just to make sure that it's the one for me. But I really feel like biomedical engineering is something that I want to pursue. Um, after college, what I Really, really want to do is actually open up a nonprofit organization, um, a healthcare nonprofit organization that can provide um, medical technology to uh, minority groups or people of low income who can't normally afford these things or people who don't have insurance. Um, so just um, be able to open up op- that that um, organization to provide for other people. And I actually want to go down like to Mexico because well, that's where my roots are, and I. I've been down there only once, but going down there, I've seen the type of environment that my family lives in, and health-wise, it really isn't the best. Um, so I really just want to open up that organization to be able to actually take it down to Mexico and to provide some kind of change in the healthcare care field um, to the people down there.
0: And that is it for this episode of the Kaiser Times Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes or listen on SoundCloud. For photos of McNary High School's 2018 graduation ceremony, pick up the June 15th edition of the Kaiser Times. And subscribe to the Kaiser Times for just $25 a year in your mailbox every Friday.